Howdy, and welcome to Lost in the Lyrics, the podcast where we discuss song lyrics and completely overanalyze them. I'm Elliot. And I'm Claire. And today, we are going to get lost in the lyrics of Rainbow by Dodie. Be sure to stay tuned afterwards for Elliot to talk about flags and for updates on my knitting projects. So, we are both officially on break. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's, it's, it's nice. Somewhat. I feel busy, but, you know, it's nice. It's a different type of busy, yeah. Have you, have you, uh, have you been, have you, have you had any actual rest period where you, like, actually have to have, like, days off and stuff? Yeah, I mean, um, I'm babysitting, uh, this summer, and, um, I mean, I've had more days off than I've had days on. Um, which is not really a bad thing. I enjoy not working. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, I've been keeping myself busy doing other things. You're still um, knitting? Yes, of course. Okay. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've been, I've done quite a bit. I, um, I mean, I rearranged my whole bookshelf. Uh, that was a project, um. Got rid of, like, a couple laundry baskets of clothes, because it needed to happen. Um, I There are some clothes that I had that I've had since middle school, and, you know, that's been a while. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Yeah. You've been back for much less time than me. Um, do you want to update folks on how it's going? Um... Yeah, I mean, I I I got a job. So, like a like a like a paycheck job. So, mm-hmm. uh I guess we, our our roles have reversed in that way. Like previous yeah. summers you've had that kind of job and I've had the more like doing yard work for neighbors kinds of jobs. But um mm-hmm. yeah, I now have a job in like a chain grocery store. Like a big grocery store. I don't really know what else to call it. Supermarket, maybe? It's kind of a department store, almost. Yeah, I guess it's a department store. But I work specifically in, like, the... I work specifically, at least, in, like, the food and beverages. So it's, like... I don't know. It kind of just feels like I work in a grocery store that's, like, part of a big store. Anyway, Mm -hmm. it's, it's going pretty well, but the hours are kind of early, so something absolutely bizarre is happening where my sleep schedule is shifting so that I feel tired at 9 and wake up at 7 a.m. naturally. Like, my body just gets Mm. me up that early. It's a very strange thing. Um, But, you know, I'm liking it pretty well. I've only had, like, a week or so of work, so um, everyone's nice. I'd imagine it also helped a little bit coming from... Uh, time zone two two hours ahead and then kind of going directly into work yeah um, yeah because i do have like somewhat early shifts but i definitely was not one of the people that was like i'm available from 4 a.m to because you know they they have that also but i and i definitely like allowed myself a little more time but naturally they gave me the earliest time that i said i was available um and I um and I and I am enjoying it so far or I guess apart from the online training stuff that you have to do to like make sure you know all the handbook stuff 
but I, um, yeah, I'm liking it okay, and I've only been there for like a week, so I kind of went directly from school to there. I think I had one true day off in between because my family planned a bunch of like family endeavors over that weekend before I started work, so I kind of haven't had a break, but you know, and like this weekend, uh, you know, it's Father's Day weekend, so there's more family stuff and I think I will get a day off at some point soon, but I'm tired. <laughs> Sounds like it, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I I got to watch some uh some Pixar movies, or I watched a Pixar movie yesterday, and uh, yes, many tears happened. They were not my tears, but I, I, I did get emotional, and mm-hmm. Pixar just has a way, you know? Um, yeah. So I've been able to do a little bit of, like, fun new stuff as well. Um, would you like to hear a couple bad jokes? A couple? Okay, sure. Yeah. They're, they're short, but um, they're relevant to our slightly pride-themed episode, so I short thought i Short and memorable. Both of them in. Hopefully. Maybe not. Maybe um, not, hopefully. Eh. I don't know. Um, so, what happens when you put a lot of LGBT people in a long line? Uh, I don't know why I'm thinking about it like it's a riddle. Uh, go ahead and tell me. You get an LGBTQ. Oh, that's good. I like, I like, I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's good. Good. Um, and then, uh, why can you see the LGBTQ plus colors in the sky after it rains? I mean, because this rainbow happens. <laughs> Because the sun just came out. Aww. I'm proud of the sun. I'm proud. Good. Um, yay. I, that was good. Those were good. Those weren't bad. I also feel like I've definitely heard the, the sun joke before. I just forgot. Mm-hmm. So. It's it's a, it seems kind of classic. Uh, it's good. I, yeah. and, and that, hey, it's that's a, a perfect thing. segue to the weather discussion. Oh, true, true. Yeah, like this is this is great. Um also I'm wearing a coat, so I I feel like the microphone is picking up my coat. Um like the sleeves moving. So sorry if you hear that. Uh what was I saying? Oh, the weather. Um today it was like upper 80s, maybe even lower 90s. It was kind of hot. Like the beginning of the day was all right and the evening as well was all right, but then there's that time from like two in the afternoon to like five and it's just it was too hot did not enjoy it um but at least it's not humid and we don't really have bugs um like yeah but um uh it was raining like for a couple days not too long ago so i guess the sun came out um for june uh and now it's gonna be sunny yeah it's yeah it was rainy um, but yeah, I think that it's going to be warm for a while. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure if it will cool down again, but I want it to. I, I really, I, I was so glad that it was raining when I got home. I, I just wanted it to be like that. I wanted it to be cozy, but I do think that as it gets warmer, you know, we'll like acclimate to it and then 80 degrees won't feel painfully hot and we'll just like go outside with friends and drink water and it'll be fine but um 
yeah, it definitely feels too hot right now, but it'll probably be it'll probably be good. And Portland has really moderate summers anyway, so yeah. I mean, in the past, it has. Right now, it's like the big West Coast heat wave drought thing. Yeah, but drought. I don't know if <laughs> you've seen say... some of those maps. Yeah, but well, you say drought, drought before and it, rained. it rained last weekend. Yeah, yeah. They were before before last weekend the news was saying oh no we might be in a drought situation um uh, yeah i didn't i wasn't we got, here we got rain i wasn't here but that's cool right. yeah yeah it was also like unbearably hot in wisconsin um mm-hmm. while i had to move things and carry boxes so <laughs> that was also i also wanted it to rain but it didn't um Anyway, um, where are we? We're talking about the song. Did you re-listen to it? I know you said you might. I listened to it for the first time yesterday. Hmm. Well, what do you think? Your initial um, it reaction? All, it was all right. Um, I think I'm mostly just I'm not very into like singer-songwriter type music. Um. It kind of all sounds a little bit the same to me. Um, and that's no, nothing against Dodie or anything. It's just, um, not really my type of music, generally speaking. Uh Um, you know how sometimes when you're like listening to music and it's stuff you haven't heard before, so you don't really know like when a song ends and stuff and you just kind of are zoning out. Yeah. And then the song ends and suddenly you're like, wait, this is a different song. Mm-hmm. That kind of happened, because I okay. was like, "This next, the next song had um, cursing in it," and so I got confused. I was like, "Ellie wouldn't choose this for the podcast." No, and yeah. so then I looked down and I was like, "Oh, because that's because I'm listening to a different song now." Um, but I mean, I it was all right. Yeah, I don't have any strong feelings for or against it. Um. But it, I think that Dodie's music just isn't the type that I, that I usually listen to. Not that I listen to music very often at all. But yeah, well, I, I think, I think it, it's, it's a good option, uh, for, for our Pride episode. But also, um, like I was watching some interviews with Dodie because the with Dodie in them because you know um a new album Dodie's new album was just kind of released recently and I have been a fan of her music for quite a while and I think like it is my kind of music but definitely like I need to be in a specific mood so Rainbow stood out because of the themes but um I I I guess I'm not I guess I wouldn't probably wouldn't listen to it like as a go-to song in on a day-to-day basis, you know. Um it's not it's not that it's a bad song at all. It's a good song. I just uh that, there are other songs by Doty that I you know, I really jam jam out to. Um but I like this song pretty well and I think the lyrics are both relevant to a pride theme but also just kind of like a identity, where do I fit in? That kind of those kind of themes that I guess are also like related, but don't have to be specifically mm-hmm. LGBT plus 
things. Um, anyway, uh, what, what now? Oh, we, we analyze, is that? Yep. Yep. Over ten minutes into the pod and getting to the analysis, that's how we do it. Mm, who would like to start? All right. Um, I have the lyrics up, so I can start if you'd like. I also have the lyrics up. Okay. Okay. Um. What? Sorry, I zoned out. Are you reading the first stanza or am I reading oh, the first Oh, I thought you were... My bad. I I thought oh. you were going to. Sorry. I said that I could and then you did it. Confirm that I should. Um, I can. Go I'll ahead. do it. Um, I was brought up in a line, but it's but I seem to walk in circles. It's getting hard to navigate when every map was never made for me. Is that why you made the gay Q line? Um, the gay Q joke. <laughs> no, it was because I um I deliberately I I hadn't found I hadn't come across them naturally. Um, so I just looked up the bad jokes by Jeff Instagram, um, just like a little bit before we started potting. And then that was, those were the two that were on there. Oh yeah. But okay. So, I think it's a funny, it's yeah. a funny reference. The, uh, LGBTQ. Cause it says I was brought up in a line. I mean, do we, are we thinking it's that line? <laughs> Um, I think it might be the opposite. <laughs> okay. If, if we are. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's, maybe yeah. it's a straight line. Yeah. Um, yeah. so yeah, the idea of lines and then circles, I mean, I feel like there are, there are, there are, um, gay jokes about you know, people saying, like, you know, they're the people who are straight as a line, and then there's the people that, you know, are circles or curves or whatever. I, I do think that that is, like, a mm-hmm. a thing that people reference. Um, Yeah, I think it's more like, well, I, I don't really know, but uh, I, I feel like I've more often heard it in the context of, like, I can't even walk in a straight line, or I can't even draw a straight line. Yeah, that sort of yeah. Thing. But also, drawing circles is really hard. Anyway, um, so yeah, it's getting hard to navigate, yeah. I mean, it could also, like, separate from the title, which does suggest... So, I mean, maybe this is a world where rainbows are usually lines, but this person feels like... if the, If the narrator is a rainbow then they're they're more circular maybe they're you know circular like the Mm -hmm. rainbows we have on earth um i don't actually know rainbows are like a phenomenon with light so i don't i i mean rainbows are probably out there in space right like there are space rainbows um i think they probably not really because they like the rainbow is made by reflecting light off of something 
Like, mm-hmm. it has to go through something, and in space there's nothing, so it can't go through anything. Right, but, like, if there but was there are, another there are system, things- like, if there was another solar system and there was a planet with an atmosphere that light was going through. Well, sure. But then it would be other planet rainbow, not space rainbow. Yeah, I guess, I guess. Anyway, um, yeah, I do think there's something to the every map was never made for me, like... The feeling of, you know, the, the the world around me and the guidance that I've been given is not working, you know. Or alternatively, um, like, walking on a road is a lot harder if you're, like, can only walk in, like, a circular motion and not just, like... True. <laughs> In a line, yeah, that is that's true. I, I, you have like maps. in a literal sense, <laughs> it's a lot harder if you have to travel in a circular motion to get anywhere, than right? If you can just go directly. Yeah, you like never. You're hardly on the road because you keep having to walk in a circle. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I'm just kind then- of imagining somebody like spinning <laughs> as they walk and sort of doing like a. A spiral loop de loop type sounds, of pattern, type yes, of walking pattern. Sounds exhausting and dizzying. Um, yeah, and really ineffective. Should I uh, read the next part? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I thought it would feel good to understand why I was different, but my title just talks over me. I never even asked to be this way. So I do like the uh the the title thing. It's sort of like mm-hmm. you know, this title whatever that is talks over me as in it's like the first like it's the thing that speaks for me when I'm when I want to speak, you know. Um mm-hmm. and I do think it could be again with if we're going for like the interpretation of like identity or something you know the idea of labels Mm -hmm. where you know feel good to know why i was different so to find that label but now that label is it like confines you to a box after like it Mm -hmm. might you thought it would feel good you thought it would feel comforting to like have that label but then once you have it maybe it's not not really serving as you know, a comfort anymore because it's now yeah. kind of limiting. Yeah, I but, think that yeah, that's likely um, even more so the case for um, somebody who's, like, in the public eye. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, like, people have easily ac- accessible information of them about them rather than, like, somebody you meet on the street and if they tell you a label that fits themselves, then um, the person who just met them has, like, a little bit more information about, um, you know, some of the things that they might have gone through or some of the things that they might believe or some of the things that um, are important to their life. Um, right, yeah. But then the problem is that, like, once you get to know them, if that's still all you see about them, then that's bad. And then with somebody who's in the public eye, it's easy for people to just know that one thing about them. Yeah. And, and, and not like, go deeper. 
And like as an identifier, it's it's a lot of pressure as well, because I think that especially if you're talking about LGBT plus identities and other kinds of identities as well, a lot of the time people in the public eye are really put under the pressure of becoming an advocate or becoming an activist or becoming some kind of outspoken person that's talking about something that's really personal and vulnerable. And on top mm. of all of that, it's like, you know, maybe someone out there, for example, if you are an actor, right, and you just want to be an actor, maybe you come out as pan or something, and now you're only getting interviews from people being like, so let's talk about your identity when you just want to be an actor and you just want to talk about acting. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be questioned about that, you know? And I think yeah. that sort of could also be part of the like idea of title talking over me. But that all said, so how? what is this person that's walking in circles? What's going on with them? <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, they seem a little lost. That's what that's what circle walking in circles kind of like makes me think of is like being lost. Um and and are but, they different because they only walk in circles and maybe the rest of the world walks in lines or you know what what how does a second how would the second stanza really tie back with that person walking in circles? Um, it seems to hint that the circles might be more of a metaphor, but I think we can try to, like, see how it might, um, be more of a literal thing of, like, somebody, uh, can't walk in a line. Um, so maybe, uh, they find out that, like, in the world they live in, there's, like, some sort of phenomenon that, um makes uh makes people like only walk in circles um or not be able to walk in a line and um so they kind of understand now but like it doesn't feel good because you know they still walk in circles while everybody else walks in a line and then um also like people know this about them so they they just like maybe expect less of them and they're like oh well duh, of course of course you can't walk in a a line you're uh i don't know what we want to call it like delinear like unlinear or something not straight i don't, I don't know <laughs> not linear <laughs> well it's it's about it's about lines more than, than well, of course of course yeah you're right it yeah. is about lines the song is obviously about lines i don't know and why also the title we need a title of of like not being able to walk in the line rather than title of uh, yeah i don't know yeah okay uh, well um that that was an interesting that's an interesting take i think uh i think you know, I think there's something there as well. I mean, we're about to get to a spot where they're talking about rainbows. And of course, rainbow is a symbol, but rainbow is also a shape, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, half circle. But, it's kind you of know, an arc shape. It's kind of an arc, arc shape. I feel like when people say, like, it's like a rainbow, you're kind of like, oh, I know. Like, that, yeah. I, yeah. It's a shape. Rainbow yeah. is a shape. 
I think that's the, the way takeaway. that we experience rainbows as rainbows is is most often in an arc shape. Yes, most. Uh, often. Would you like me to read the the next stanza? Yes, go ahead. Uh, but to say that I'm a rainbow to tell me that I'm bright when I'm so used to feeling wrong, well, it makes me feel all right. Hmm. So maybe the the walking in circles disease they've called rainbow. Maybe. I don't or know like that it has to be the a people disease. people with it are rainbows. Yeah. I don't know that it has to be a disease. Maybe it's just a way of well, being. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean. Like, it's just it's just how some people are. Because yeah. I just feel like disease has such a negative connotation. Like, obviously, it it's, does. like, hard on this person for various reasons. But also, it sounds like maybe here, they're finding a little bit of pride in it, you know? They're a little bit proud to, yeah, to be I mean, a half circle. I think uh, more than disease, it might, um, in this sense, this is like a physical uh, situation that they're in of not being able to walk in a line. Um, I think it, it falls more in the line of like um, the disabled community than like the sick community if that makes sense yeah i I suppose Um, or like differently abled i guess or or whatever yeah i do think correct term is i do think uh i do think it could apart from from tying it to the way that this world works that we're in we could think about it as well and more just the sense of like if this is a world where the pressure and the expectation on everybody is to be able to just walk in a straight line or walk in a line, right? And and this person mm-hmm. just doesn't. They just don't. Then how that sets them as different. Like, I don't really know if... Mm-hmm. I don't really know if ability is maybe the thing to focus on. But I do understand that, like... I do understand where that is coming from. Like, obviously, there are people that have difficulty with certain like uh, mobility things and and whatnot but i also don't really get the sense that that's what this is about um yeah so well i don't know i think i i I think there is definitely some kind of isolation though from that again, you could parallel to our world, but whatever the reason is, that narrator, uh, you know, feels wrong as a result of, as the as of of themselves, and I guess maybe is it external validation? Like who is who says that, or is it them? Are they validating themselves, or are they saying like I'm a rainbow, or are they being told that? Um, the but at the beginning makes me feel like someone else is saying that. Um, I'm not, I don't think I can fully explain why, but that that's just kind of the feeling I get from it. I guess also saying to tell me I'm bright, like, you usually wouldn't say, you know, I told me I'm bright, you know, that, uh, yeah, so, um... 
I think because if it was directed at themselves, they might say to tell myself that I'm bright rather than me. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, maybe it's that kind of external support that makes them feel okay about it. Mm -hmm. Anyway, should I read the next part? So I think we're both tired. Yeah, sure. Do you feel tired? Yeah, that was a yeah, sure to both of those questions. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, okay. I didn't think it fair. I was not to be trusted. How can I be proud of what a million people shout at me I'm not? Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's very hard mm. for me not to see some kind of identity and pride, like internal non-visible thing. It, it's just... I, it's hard for me not to see that beginning part about the circles and the lines as that you know to not just re to not just interpret those things as more metaphors than a physical thing because it's hard for people to I mean people do it but shouting at someone that they're not something you know it makes me think that it's something that's not exactly a visible noticeable thing. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I think the other thing with um, like this idea of circles and lines is that it doesn't ever say that um, people who walk in straight lines couldn't potentially also walk in circles. True. It just says that for the narrator, when they try to walk in a, in a line, they end up walking in a more circular motion. Um, so I think in this situation, if we are going with this literal thing, which tell me if I'm, you know, drawing this out too much, um, but with this literal thing, like, um, people could say, oh, you're, you're faking it. You're trying to be special. Um, like you can walk in a line you're just you're just pretending that you can't and that you can only walk in a circular motion i i uh, do like that you bring that up because those kinds of things very very directly relate to like or very closely can be related to the experiences that many people have when they are not uh not cis and heterosexual and heteroromantic and i think not um wait not in line with what people expect them to be yeah exactly i mean in general but you know this happens for all sorts of reasons like whether it's ability or age or gender or you know any kind of physical or mental conditions i just think like people doubt make other people doubt and question other people's like validity and mm -hmm. definitely definitely this is a thing what that people say to especially especially people that are um what uh you know whose identities have been less validated for long times so like bi people non-binary people things like like not that other identities also don't struggle with that, but definitely there's a longer history of, like, support and recognition of, like, gay men than there is, like, 
bisexual people and being told like, well, but you could you could be in a you could be the straight line. You could do that. So why wouldn't you? And it's like, well, but mm-hmm. that's just not how that person is. Mm-hmm. Um, who just read? Uh, I think I, I think did. You did. Yeah. Yeah. Would you like me to read the next one? Sure. Uh, so please step inside my soul. I'd love to watch you gasp. You'd understand in minutes, and I'd like to think you'd miss it, because so would I. Hmm. I... Okay. <laughs> Do you think miss means, like, um, oops, I missed my bus? Or you've been gone so long, I miss you. I think, I think what it means, okay, so I think you could interpret this as miss it like, you know, this thing passed so quickly I didn't actually take it in. But I also think that you Mm -hmm. could say miss as then, as in, I would miss being who I am. And I think you would miss that Mm. too. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, take a step inside my soul, like, you know. Learn about me, walk in my shoes, get take a moment to be me, and you'll get it. And then you'll miss being yourself and I'd miss being myself. Like stuff like that. Like kind of owning who yeah. you are. I kind of like the double meaning because I think with the um the first meaning, the like uh miss the bus meaning, um I think that's interesting because it sort of going back to that idea from the second stanza that says but my title just talks over me mm-hmm. um because like this idea that um this part of themselves that this person this other person is invalidating and uh or you know whatever um is just really such a small part of themselves that like if you're inside their soul they like that was that isn't the main part that's not the first thing that you see true yeah i do like that i do i do like that did you see i but i feel like it it doesn't make as much sense for the because so would i part yeah well um that could be the double meaning uh You'd probably mm. miss it because there's so much more to me than this that you wouldn't even notice, and I would miss being myself, like something like that as well. Um, but mm. also, like maybe you'd miss being yourself and whatnot. And I think that's a really, like, that's a really cool message. Also, this is reminding me of the Pixar film Soul, which is the one that I watched yesterday. Um, mm. So should I read this last part yeah, here? That one's good. Oh, it's so good. It's wait, did you um, see it? <laughs> Yeah, I saw it uh I think over Christmas break. It's it's so good. I yeah, anyway, it's it's good. It did mm. not I don't think it, it should have been unfortunately it couldn't be, but it should have been given a kind of theatrical release because I think it would have performed really well at theaters because honestly that movie isn't a is a movie made for adults with kid jokes. Like it's a, a mm-hmm. it's a movie made for adults that kids will probably be okay with. Kind of like how like Toy Story is a movie for kids that adults are okay with. It it's sort of that's the opposite. 
Yeah, it, I honestly it was good. <laughs> it was good though. Anyway, what am I saying? Um, I should read the last part. Um, so uh-huh. it's it's two. It's, it's it's the same thing. And it says, "So say that I'm a rainbow, and tell me that I'm bright. When I'm so used to feeling wrong, well, it makes me feel all right. Oh, say that I'm a rainbow, and tell me that I'm bright." When I'm so used to feeling wrong, well, it makes me feel all right. Um, and this time it's a bit more of a command. You know, it's it's not just, mm-hmm. wow, you said that I'm a rainbow. It's like, say it, you know? Tell me, yeah, tell me I'm good, you know? It seems more like they're claiming that identity again. Um, whereas before they felt like uh, that title, rainbow or whatever, uh, was sort of overpowering. It feels like that they're they're kind of coming back around to this idea that like I do enjoy or um, prefer having this title because um, it you know helps me understand myself or whatever other people understand me or Gosh. you know whatever it is that they they get from this. But it seems like they they're more like accepting of that title on themselves you know i i uh i think i think that this pandemic has aged us it feels like we only talk about serious songs and what they actually mean and we choose them we choose artists that are like for me at least like this is an artist i respect and i feel and would feel kind of weird totally twisting the whole song about i just man we need to do Golly, we need to do a, a a tune that's like some ridiculous 2010 pop song that the lyrics don't make any sense. Like, uh-huh. gosh. The I, problem is when the lyrics don't make sense too, like they make too little sense, then we have to go too deep into like what they actually mean. Yeah. There's like this, there's very clear balance there. It's like a sweet spot that, that we have uh, a really hard time yeah. getting to. <laughs> I think I think part of it is um like the time that the pandemic hit for us was like the end of our first year of college basically. Uh-huh. And I feel like that's a time when a lot of people do do uh like a good amount of growing up because in a lot of cases that's when they live away from home for a significant period for the first time, right? Mhm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so, like, there was, like, it it happened in a literal period of growing up. And then, on top of that, I think the fact that we have, like, lowered the amount of episodes we're putting out um, and the frequency of which we put them out, I think that also has, like, had a shift more toward serious songs um, just because there's fewer to choose well the fewer that we choose i guess yeah i don't think there's anything wrong with more serious songs but it's just you know it's a is it a comedy podcast anymore i don't know (laughs) i think i don't know if we were ever actually funny but you know sometimes i listen back to Mm -hmm. old episodes and laugh at the jokes that i made two years ago um and i think like i think it's totally okay that things have changed because that's just how life is and I still enjoy doing this and I think it's really cool as well when we analyze a song and like still gain more meaning out of it like I've listened to the song before and and I thought oh it's probably about identity but I didn't really think about it this much and 
I appreciate thinking about mm. it this much. That said, obviously, we don't actually know what the songwriter wanted it to be about, but at least now we have kind of a meaning we've made out of it. Um, and I just think, like, I, I don't know. I'm still grateful to have the pod, but sometimes I just wish it will, we laughed more because it always feels like we're talking about, like, being sad adults that are confused in life and don't know where to go. <laughs> Maybe we're projecting. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I was going to say something. Oh, I was going to say comedy is subjective and maybe we're more like um, the old uh, definition of comedy that just meant like one where not everybody, where it didn't end in everybody dying. Um, oh, yeah, I mean, that that's a pretty low no, bar. No, but <laughs> well, sometimes people in the songs die, but like you, we don't usually make them sometimes die. Sometimes they're already it's dead. It's really obvious that sometimes they're already dead. They're you know? dead in the song. Yeah, I think I think that too as uh, that as well. I mean, someone out there is probably like, "Wow, I love this deadpan humor delivery style," <laughs> where we're just mm -hmm. having a serious conversation. But yeah, it's it's not a complaint. It's just an observation. Um, where are we in this pod? We're talking about flags and knitting. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, I will talk about flags if that's okay. Do that first. Yes. Um, yeah, so sure. I want to talk about a pride flag. Um, the sort of, I guess, the pride flag. I mean, I don't want to say that it's, you know, better or something. But talking about a modern redesign of a more traditional six stripe or, oh gosh, how many stripes was the original rainbow flag that had like, it had a couple other colors. But anyway, that kind of iconic. I say eight or nine, but yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, that like kind of iconic um six stripe rainbow flag and the redesign uh from 2018 that's kind of gone gone gotten a bit more popular in the last year um for various reasons including um a black lives matter movement uh getting i don't know i guess just more attention and more people kind of becoming more aware and trying to work toward something better. Anyway, I it's just gotten more popular, especially on the internet, as being more inclusive, or at least being more explicit in acknowledging marginalized communities within the LGBT plus community. Um, if you don't know what this what design I'm talking about, it's the flag that is uh, the background of it, I guess. The background field is the uh, six-stripe rainbow flag. And then on the left... Um, near the side that goes on the, uh, the flag post, um, there is a, uh, there's a triangle kind of, I, I, I wish I knew better terms to describe flags, but there's a triangle and the trans colors, the colors of the, uh, trans flag, uh, white, light pink and light blue are going in on, and this is from left to right. There's some triangles of them, stripes and as stripes and then um there's a brown stripe and a black stripe honestly you should just look it up i i'm sorry i'm bad at describing it it was designed by a uh an actual uh, actually it was a portland-based designer named daniel K K quasar 
I'm so sorry. I probably pronounced that wrong. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce that. Um, and yeah. And so something kind of cool about it is it has the brown and black stripes, which are supposed to be kind of a, a nod and, and, and an explicit uh, acknowledgement of the black and brown members of LGBT plus of the LGBT plus community. But it seems I'm reading, I was reading through some stuff about it and I'm not entirely clear, but it seems like, um, those stripes are also meant to highlight and represent, um, those who are living with HIV AIDS and those who have passed from HIV AIDS as sort of a way of bringing up the stigma around it, uh, and like acknowledging that that stigma still exists now. And so, yeah, I've seen this flag a lot in Portland. Um, it, the designer said, uh, that it's not meant to be any kind of replacement, but that when it feels appropriate for like the, uh, six stripe pride flag, but when, it is appropriate to be brought out and to be acknowledging these things explicitly. It is an option for that. And, um, I, if I got any of this information wrong, I'm not totally sure. I, I was reading a lot of it from like Wikipedia and, um, them, which is, I think, a like a journalist, like a, a LGBT plus journalism website. Um, I don't really know what it is. I, I don't know how reliable it is, but essentially that's what I learned about it. And I also have seen this flag before. It was flying at my, uh, my school. Uh, they flew it at my, uh, my university at the beginning of, of pride month. And they, um, they flew one that had, uh, the black lives matter fist, um, on it as well. So anyway, that's just, that's a recent flag design. That's, um, 2018. And there is also a, another version of it that's like a makeover revised again version from 2021 that includes instead of that white triangle on the farthest left a symbol f uh the yellow field with a purple circle in it for intersex um people as well which i have not seen around mm -hmm. because it is i think as of this month maybe so i i have not really seen it many places because i don't think it's really had time to be like printed anywhere but that is another thing is uh a flag design that does also include intersex people so anyway that's uh there we go uh go, go knitting or comments if you have stuff to say about yeah that. Knitting. i don't know um yeah um about that flag i i don't know um yeah, we we talked about it a little bit before, but yeah, I, I've also been seeing it that one around more often. Um, and I I I was gonna say it seems like in addition to the what has become a a really a collection of of pride flags rather than a replacement of any one specific flag. Um. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh. Knitting. Um, uh, last time I shared that I had started an Etsy shop, um, that is going, uh, nobody has bought anything yet, which is a little sad, but, like, also I understand that, um, in June is not usually when people think about buying winter hats, <laughs> um, so that's kind of, uh, what I've got to deal with, I guess. 
You uh, think you'll start making like... Good. Oh, sorry. I interrupted you. Sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, you think you'll start making like planning ahead and making like themed hats? Like you could make like ugly Christmas sweater themed hats or like and price them like extra high and like... I don't know. Just like you, don't you have time before people want to buy winter hats to like make yeah different kinds of winter but hats. Making themed hats is significantly more work than just making one color hats. No, that's true. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that um people would be likely willing to pay the amount that i would charge for a hat where um that's like themed like that is themed like that because um you know if in that case i would have to make the pattern for like the color color um blocks that i'm using um and then i would have to uh have multiple colors of yarn and switch them out and um with the with the color stuff um like you have to it yeah it's it's a lot yeah um because you you're usually tap um having like multiple um balls of the same color yarn and then multiply that by however many colors you have and it's yeah it, it's significantly more work yeah um no, I was just, I was also, the, oh, sorry. Yeah. So yeah. I would have to charge more for it. And I don't think that people would really be willing to pay twice the amount for a product that's probably not going to give them twice the value. Right. Um. So. Well, yeah, I, I was just thinking yeah. if you wanted to get those, if you wanted to get those LGBT plus customers to buy winner hats. I mean, crank out some pride flag hats and maybe people will search that yeah. on Etsy right now. Yeah. Or just like I think misleadingly that... add the tags like gay to every hat so it pops up when people search. Good. Um that I mean, making pride flag hats would be fun. Um those ones wouldn't be too difficult. Um I would just need to have a better supply and more like consistent supply of yarn, if that makes sense. Like, have the same type, same brand of yarn, mm -hmm. um, in all like the primary colors that we see on, um, pride flags. Um, so that would be an investment, definitely. Um, but those I think I would probably do on more of a commission type basis because oh, yeah. I wouldn't want to end up like having, uh, I don't know, like five pan flag hats and nobody who wanted pan flags, but then like have <laughs> that's the perfect the hat gay flag hats. That's the perfect hat. Um, you got to choose the flags with three colors, right? Like cho choose the flags with only like two. The I don't know if there are any that have two stripes. Uh, choose the ones that have like three stripes. You know, like that's that's the perfect. Those are the perfect options for your time. Anyway. Bisexual people and pansexual people, you guys get flags. Everybody else, you're on your own. I'm sure that somebody out there is making winter hats right now, besides you. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I support you. I'm, I'm not 
I don't know Thanks. anything about business. It's, you know, these are just yeah, suggestions. Yeah, I'm terrible at business. I'm a terrible business person. Uh, that's why I don't want to go into business. Um, because you don't want to make more hats? No, because I don't like business. I don't like dealing with money and people and... Well, I like dealing with people, but I don't like dealing with people dealing with money. Yeah, yeah, I, I also don't, so... Uh, Good thing both of us anyway, aren't doing um, that. Um, what are we talking about? Oh, yeah, there is there is more stuff. I, um... I made too many hats. Like... <laughs> I have over 50 hats in my uh, room. You should right donate now, I think. them. <laughs> you should donate a couple of them. Like donate them to 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 shelters and stuff or like give them out when you know you could do the thing where yeah. you like go and get some supplies that I don't know my my TA uh in in high school did this but also um the thing where you got you get supplies like some socks and some Hand warmers and maybe some menstrual packages. Yeah, like menstrual hygiene and like snack bars and stuff, and put the put a hat in there and and give them to people that really need them or people who are living on the street when it's really cold out. And I don't know. I think well, I that's like a good I'll, project. I'll likely, I feel like it. I might donate them eventually, but you know, I I want to like see where this business goes because, <laughs> um, I mean after college probably won't like live in portland for a few years yeah um so like and international shipping is so expensive that it's not worth how it. do you start selling um, at the farmer's market you have to buy a stand okay i and <laughs> hats are more of a saturday market thing okay i i just i think oh yeah saturday market right right, right downtown i think i just i I think it's very funny and also very much discouraging me from the idea of business that you have 50 hats sitting near you somewhere. That is, <laughs> that makes me not want to do business, <laughs> like sell things. I don't want to sell things. The problem is that I can make a hat, like if I'm, if I'm like on it, I can make a hat in two days. Um, I think you're- if I'm really, really on it, I can make it in one. Um, but like that's like if i'm basically just doing that all day. Well, i think that um. i think that the i think that actually the real issue here is that we need to get you distracting hobbies that keep you from making hats at the rate you're making hats. I think well, here's the thing. I am doing something that is making me not make hats because i'm knitting something else. <laughs> oh, you haven't even gotten um, to that yet. Okay. Yeah, that's what i was that's what i was trying to transition to. <laughs> okay. Um I'm currently making a skirt. Um Why? Okay, like cool. A shorts skirt combo. Wait, i told you that um, i wanted a pair of knit shorts and you said no. <laughs> yeah, cuz i my kind of um like i guess sort of like philosophy as far as my knitting goes is that if i'm gonna knit something like in a category of things like say shorts i want to knit some for myself first because like i need to test it out and see if this is actually something that will work because i'm not going off of a pattern or anything. yeah i mean that's fair um, yeah I, I get that and also especially with things like shorts like you need measurements yeah um and like I can measure myself because I live and I inhabit my body. 
but yeah, like I can't good time. go and measure you. Yeah. I can't Anyway, yeah. I um, I'm just a little bit shocked that you're making a skort when I when you I I thought you rejected yeah. my idea for shorts so strongly because you were repulsed by the idea of knit shorts, but apparently you're not. No, um, I actually have a family story of knit shorts um, in that uh, my mom, when she was growing up, her mom knit and her mom knit her and her siblings um, shorts. Uh, so Seemed kind of warm. It just seems kind of counterintuitive to like yeah. shorts being the hot weather thing to wear. But maybe mm-hmm. shorts are for winter now. I don't know. Anyway, I mean, winter shorts. Cotton, so you should start an Etsy yeah. page. Well, no, you already did. You should put on your Etsy page, winter shorts. No, see, the thing is, I'm. I don't think I will ever sell big items like shorts or sweaters or that sort yeah. of thing because they just take so much longer to make than a hat. What about scarves? Um, that then, if I wanted to be anywhere close to adequately compensated for the time that I put into it, it'd be so exorbitantly expensive that nobody would want to buy it. Wait, what about what about scarves? Scarves? Scarves can go either way, I think. Um, I don't personally enjoy making scarves that much because it's really repetitive and it's a lot of, like, switching needles. Uh, whereas in a hat, with a hat, you basically... I mean, you don't have to switch needles. You don't have to do the flip flip. Are they a certain... Sorry. I know I'm asking a lot of questions about your business with hats, but you know what? I think I'll buy one of your hats. I didn't tell you, but part of my job is going into a very cold freezer that's 15 degrees, and they said they recommend you bring a hat to work. So maybe I should buy a work hat. Anyway, that's just mm-hmm. my... Maybe maybe you'll get a purchase. Well, I have lots of colors. I could leave a review. I could be like, this is perfect for going into the 15-degree freezer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, that was that was off topic. I just have a lot of questions, apparently, about your hat practices. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a long episode. Or longer than it's been. Well, I, I would also like to say that um, to the people listening out there, I have almost every color of flag or of, of hat that is on the flag that Elliot was talking about. The only color that I don't have is pink because I don't have pink yarn. Yeah. But I have. Yeah. I've got red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple. Light blue, white, brown, black, and then also some grays. That's perfect. And another blue. I think I think you should start so. adding a tag in the title of your hats in all the colors that are featured on the modern pride flag and then with like the tags the green stripe, the red stripe. <laughs> and <laughs> maybe like stripe. an except pink. Except pink. And then like, you know, gay, ha- hashtag gay. Hashtag LGBT plus. I think that's that's good. I think that that will draw attention. Don't people? Isn't that a thing? Mm-hmm. Like people create really long titles with a lot of keywords so that you like find it. That is true. My my keyword my title right now is just classic winter hat. Hmm. I think you need to Maybe make that take longer out of it. I think you just yeah. It's, it's a summer hat now. 
Classic all season. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Okay. Anyway. I think we should maybe uh, wrap up the pod. Okay. Um. Well, we were surprisingly on, I mean, well, apart from the end, but it was still on topic. I feel like we were surprisingly on topic today. We like great, I guess, yes. somewhat the, gracefully. The actual. Oh, what? The actual analysis part was pretty short. Yeah. I think. But we gracefully transitioned between all of our segments with our weather and our flags. And the flag was relevant. And the hats, again, were relevant. That's at, what is it? The red. Wait. Yeah, what's I brought your, it back around. What's your Etsy name again? Uh, red Tabby Craft. Okay. At Red Tabby Craft, also relevant how the Red Tabby Craft on Etsy makes pride hats. That's right. In all of the colors that are featured <laughs> on the flag separately, but they're there. Mm-hmm. And if you wanted to buy all of the colors on the flag so you could make a pride flag out of hats, I feel like they're enough. So. Yeah, we could have like two people do Wait, that. Wait, you should arrange all the ha- all 50 hats in the shape of the pride flag. Yeah, I mean, I could try. That would actually be kind of cool. Maybe I'll do that as our picture. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'll break the chain of of uh yeah. Well, you could I- like slap a little like okay. so you could take a photo of that and then like put it on the second slide or like slap a filter of whatever color we're on over it. You know. We're not on colors anymore. I'm just doing um oh, uh, albums, the uh, album art. Sorry. Yeah. I I uh I totally forgot about that. I was thinking about rainbows too much. Um anyway, what's happening? We should end the pod. It's been yeah. we've been a little off topic. Over an hour, yeah. Anyway, um so today, we got lost in the lyrics of Rainbow and we um and we learned that it's yeah, it's about well, maybe gay stuff or LGBT plus stuff. Uh, and also that uh, things can work out and you can be, you know, the, the narrator is, I don't really, honestly, I feel like I don't know what it's about anymore. We got, we got off topic. What was it about? What happened? It has a good ending. It's a good ending. Good ending. Anyway, sorry. Like a Shakespearean comedy. <laughs> um... Thank you to Dodie Clark for writing it and to Dodie for singing and performing it. Um, the po- this podcast was edited and produced by Claire and Elliot. The opening and closing music is by Elliot, and I'm usually the one who you interact with on social media. If you have any questions or you would like to suggest a song for us to analyze in the future, then you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at LITLpod or email us at lostinthelyrics.pod at gmail.com. And if you want one of those pride hats, go to Red Tabbycraft on Etsy because they're there. Indeed. It- or it's in our, uh, it's in our last tweet. Um, yeah, it might be false. The second to last. It might be false advertising to, to call them pride hats, but I think it's fine. Advertising is all false. Thank you to all of our listeners for your support and enthusiasm. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the pod and that you join us next time to get lost in the lyrics. Have a dandy day.